Alright guys, it is April 13th and now we've been in the coronavirus for maybe a month now. It has taken its toll for maybe a month in America. Uh, I was probably watching how this was unfolding in China and I think it was January around that time, maybe December, maybe February, but never expected. I mean, no one expected it to get this uh, well of a widespread hit to the global economy. And I think it's just been very interesting and hard but also like hard for the majority of people but for me of course it has been hard but all as well as interesting to see people's reactions how they consume the content or the media and what people are saying about it and it has made me very aware of how, well, a lot of things, how our market, our economy is run by emotions, feelings, expectations. And I had sadly, sadly been that it had to do it this way, but I mean, I kind of predicted not, you can't really predict anything, but one of the things I had said, as many economists were saying, probably six months ago, when we first hit our, um, our interest rate went into decline and went inverted, was that there was going to be a recession soon. <laughs> However, I don't think anyone had predicted to be because of a virus. But I think I was not saying it more because like every 10 years we've had one and a recession that is, I was, but that was a key factor, I believe. And why it makes sense is that little dip we had for our interest rates kind of made people like, oh no, like there could be a recession. Economists were talking about it. Everyone started to think and think negatively to where it was almost as if we predicted our own future because... <laughs> We were fearful of something happening and it hadn't, it wouldn't really take much for that something to bring the economy down. And I think this would have eventually brought it down, but I think the way it took it down so quickly is because of everyone's fears, expectations. And I think that's the same that goes with like. The grocery stores, I, I'm now a Walmart shopper or Walmart 
personal shopper for online and the stores are empty well at least for the necessities that everyone are trying to get like the pasta paper towels uh, napkins toilet paper and Clorox and hand sanitizer and everything that everyone's trying to get um, filled up on, which they could have had before, but I can't really blame them for that. <laughs> but yeah, so I think everyone being worried, just having that on edge kind of thought process uh, allowed for our economy to dip so hard because of this so quickly. Um, I think it would eventually either way because of all the lost jobs and well, the government can't really blame them. And I'm not trying to blame anyone for anything. I'm just because most people I feel like during this time are blaming something, someone, um, really just our economy right now is, is e making things, making it easier for people to blame others, but I think the way it went down is interesting in it of itself, um, just that the fact that first hit China and people say, oh, they're holding back information like they always do or whatever. And eventually it's, I think it's not because China is a large country, just like U.S. and I think it's more of a coincidence that it came from them more than anything. It could have came from us. Like, it's a virus, so it's not like they formed it, they made it. It's just germs, it's bacteria. Um, I don't know the science to it, but something not man-made, something within chemicals created this virus that affects us in our respiratory and it's not really something we could have predicted something we could have stopped like we all get sick but this is just another kind of sickness that has traveled uh, very quickly because relatively quickly but that's just because China was a big or is this big country a lot of people there, a lot of people connecting with each other and traveling. And so it just makes sense that is now a global, what people call it, pandemic now. And we are about to be, if not already, in a recession. I think it's interesting that... People talk about recession and depression now, and some are saying it's they're not um, defined, but a recession in what I was studying for my securities essential exam 
was defined as a dip of an economy lasting for at least a quarter or if not two quarters of a business cycle, which means uh, three months and a quarter. So that means about six months, three, six months. Um, and depression, instead of some people are saying, oh, it's just a bigger recession, but really depression is just a longer time frame that the economy went down. So instead of growth, there was a decline. And so this de decline isn't any more uh, farther down, but it's just longer. It could be a larger hit, but I think the length of time is really the factor that uh, describes a depression. And that's the depression is eight, anything over six months, um, six to eight months, or six to 12, I believe, so half a, a year to a full year or larger is what people call the, a depression, like our Great Depression. Anyways, I have recently been settling in into my new apartment here in Tempe and it's a student's apartment complex. I had found it on a Facebook group, ASU Housing and um, Rooming and I was just subleasing from a ASU student and I've heard of there being apartments that are all just for students and there's some that allow for both. Um, I in particular didn't know what this one was until I had moved in and I had a hunch that was at least a part student complex, but because my sublease person told me that I should just tell them that I'm a student um, online or ASU, doesn't matter, just tell them I'm a student. And that gave me a hint that, okay, there's some kind of rule that says that everyone here has to be a student or something to that degree because I knew there were there were other non-students here and I knew that you could be a you don't have to be a student to live here but later on I found out that the rule was that if you're a non-student you have to live with non-students or if you're a student you can only live with students so that was something I learned later on once I was already moving in um, the day that I was moving in, so I could have went 180 and stayed at or looked for another place, but I did not, and now I was starting to, when I first moved in, I was living with, it was a five-person apartment, so four other 
guys and they were all students. Um, when I first moved in, it was spring break. One of them was, no, two of them were, um, one of them wasn't here often. And the other one was back at home in Wisconsin where he lives. And now, a few months later, after, um, probably after a week I was here, the spring break was ending and there was an email sent to all ASU students saying that they are pretty much getting an extended spring break due to um, the virus and due to like wanting to be safe about it. And that extension wasn't just as weak. It became what is looking now to be the extent of this whole year. So now instead of once my roommate from Wisconsin moved back, it just got worse over a few weeks and social distancing became more and more a recommendation to a requirement and now there are only two I only have two roommates one left because his home was his state um, house there I think is Wyoming that they were having a um, statewide uh, stay-at-home order and that was more of a legal kind of action to where he had to move within a few days to get home because he wouldn't have been able to go home before or after then because they wouldn't allow people to travel in state into that state. So something like that. So anyways, and within two days, within a day really, he packed up his stuff and left and um, off he went. And then maybe a few weeks later, things got a little worse. There was saying social distancing was more prevalent in Arizona and one of my roommates got it, got like that kind of fear of it and he started putting himself in quarantine even though he didn't have it. He was just taking the social distancing to a level that some people are, are taking it. Um, not everyone is to the, I don't want to say extreme, but in my view, it is an extreme. I know others are going to say that's where it needs to be and that's how it should be, but he self-quarantined himself for at least a week. I didn't see him for at least a week in his room. He bought like, I assume cook, cookings, like burners, whatever to keep him in his room, not having to come out. He has a bathroom. We all have a bathroom. So really just lived there for a week until he finally got all his stuff that was already in his room pretty much because he didn't want any of us, his roommates, touching it. And he moved out as well. So now it is the two roommates. We have a... It's a two-story, half-complex kind of thing. Like, there's a, it's one building, but two units are sharing the one room, one building, two kitchens, 
separate units, but there are three bedrooms up top and a washer dryer, which is super nice. And two bedrooms on the bottom with the kitchen, living room space. And I live up top with now zero roommates. So I'm currently in one of my former roommate's bedroom across from my room. And it is empty. It's just my half my table inside of it because the other, other half is in the hallway for me to study outside of my bedroom which is key for good sleep is keeping what you need to do outside of your bedroom so you don't get stuck inside your bedroom thinking you have to do something or if you're on your bed thinking oh I need to finish this or that when it's right there and it's just easier to be outside. Anyways, this this pandemic that's happening, I feel like it has affected all of us and I just want to share how I am seeing affecting it or affected by it and how I'm viewing it. Um originally I was supposed to start my finance job career um the beginning of this month but they had pushed it back because of this and because they wanted to get ready to do orientation and the training virtually um because now everyone is um working at home which I'm going to be on the phone so working at home won't be too much of a stretch. It'll just be different. But different is always bad. We need. I think we need a good change. I've always said I like change. And I really do. But of course there is an extent of change. That can affect or cripple a person. And I think I've been aware, gotten aware of that just recently because of all the change that is affecting me, just living on my own, living in another city, away from parents, living, finally having to pay for my own rent, having to work, not having to go to school, like being able to set my work schedule, being able to work as much as I want to like and not as much as I want to because I think if I did that I wouldn't be working much but I can there's nothing stopping me like school so I can't make as much money as I need to um probably I need to make more but that's subjective and as long as I keep my expenses low I won't have to because I'm practically making minimum wage instead of double minimum wage um, what I would be if I was starting my career job and I just have to accept it because that's there's 16 million probably 17 million now of people in the US unemployed and 
Right now I'm just being grateful that I am working. I do have a job and being able to serve people their groceries, the necessities is something I take pride in. Being able to be healthy, um, I think is very important in everyday life, no matter what, even if there's a sickness going around, even if there isn't a sickness going around. And I think it's sad that people are just now, well, I'm sure they realize it before, but I think discipline has been something that we were lacking. And this has shown that there are some things in our economy that we need to work on. And I don't think the coronavirus is to blame for that. I think the coronavirus just made it more prevalent more easy for us to see and I think there is going to be a lot of new different and a bigger effect than of the coronavirus that we don't understand it being connected for instance I think there's a possibility that the coronavirus will slowly um, not be affecting people in a high percentage as it's been. Instead of it coming, hitting us really quick all at once, it's going to slowly hit us. And I think with unemployment so high, with people's social distancing, there can be a lot of other um, effects like suicides, mental illness, and as well as lower lower economy for a while because a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people are were living pay to, paycheck to paycheck. A lot of people were paying getting paid under the table, so. I believe that 60 million is probably like 25 million because of the millions of people that aren't able to say they're really working like contract workers or immigrants or people that don't have documentation or however their situation is, why, for whatever reason they're making money that is undocumented. There are people being affected that we're not even aware of. And I think it has been shown that the animals are coming out more, um, the air is becoming more clean, and a lot of different things are being affected by this coronavirus that isn't just people getting sick and people dying. And I think if they had shown the numbers as if every year, even without sickness, of people dying and people getting sick and old age deaths, I think that would be more interesting to see how many 
percentage is how many people are really dying because of the virus and not just because of their lack of health, their age, their whatever it is. I think it would be more interesting because it would be probably, a, well, it would of course be a smaller number just because there are people dying no matter what. And I'm not trying to discount or say that people die, people die, whatever. It's it's prevalent, it's important, but I feel like they are talking about it like we're in war. And it kind of is like we're in war. There's numbers of people that are dying because of one particular um, action, one particular item, idea, instead of us fighting other people, it's ourselves fighting us. It's literally bacteria, viruses, chemicals that are fighting our system that if we had a better system, if our, we were healthier, there wouldn't be as many deaths. And I think those are the kind of things that we need to really be aware of instead of how to um, how to not get sick or how to not catch it, how to not give it. It's those are important, but I think that if we were more aware of oh, I, if this were to happen, then this is how it would affect us. Like something. I know that's idealistically, like how can we, we can't predict the future. And I think there are things though that we could have done, like keeping our health higher, always having food supply, backup food supply. And I understand the schools fed the students and as a piece of why there's so much food being taken out the grocery counters. And I think it's sad that parents are allowing for that to be such a thing that they just take their children to school and allow and trust that the school is feeding them properly. Like, yes, there's probably some things that are being fed, like maybe there's apples, bananas, whatever, milk, but then there's also, in a deeper sense, they're probably not the best organic apples, they're not, the milk is probably processed and the other food is probably processed to where they are eating healthy-ish foods, I think that's even our healthy restaurants, in general, is healthy-ish. And I think the only healthy kinds of food is the stuff you make yourself. Um, because you can control what you need, what you put in your body. If you know you're, like, I'm lactose tolerant. If I, I can control the cheese, amounts of cheese, I can make sure I don't eat the cheese and and dairy products. Whereas at other places, you can't really control that. Restaurants and whatnot.
people think, oh, this is just going to be amazing once it blows over and everything's going to go to yay and everything's going to be back to normal. Well, there was never a normal. This is our normal and life isn't normal. And I think I had read that it's going to take People are predicting that it's going to take four to five years to really um, catch, like some people's wages went so far down, going from paycheck to paycheck to getting checks from the government instead and working at home and or not being able to get the tips and not being able to spend the money that they're used to is going to keep people fearful for a while and trying will also keep people from spending their money and it's going to be hard for another for maybe years and I think when people say it's only going to get harder or it's only it's only going to get worse or it's going to get worse before it it gets better I think the way I was thinking of that originally was it's just going to, like, more people are going to get sick, more people are, like, the hospitals are going to get overcrowded, and that's the way I was more thinking of it, and I wasn't really able to agree with that, but now I think I understand what, what's the worst is going to be, possibly, and I think it's not that where more people are going to get sick, more deaths are coming, because that's something that the media has has really talked about. I think it's that the wages, the mental health of people, a lot of people, we need social interaction, and Zoom is not enough. People are going, people from high, from kindergarten to high school to college are all, either to high school students like and younger they're not learning they're some of their schools are providing some kind of schooling but I think for the majority of them they're just off it's like an extended summer break and it's not the fact that they're not learning it's the fact that well, it's partially, but it's also the fact that they're not seeing each other, they're not interacting, they're not socializing like they're used to, and you can only keep someone caged up for so long, even if it's you're still socializing with your family, you're still socializing with your neighbors. That could be fine, but it's going to be different. There's a lot of newness coming, a lot of changes that people aren't ready for. And I think that's going to be what's going to hit us the hardest. And it might not be as noticeable as, let's say, a sickness that is killing people. And not necessarily everyone's dying because of the sickness. It's just because of health or age or, and that just kind of, kicked it, it was like the can was being kicked down the road and then the virus came and it just got a big boot and finished the road, kicked the can to where it was the end instead of keep on just smaller taps and this kind of just 
quicken that up and I'm feel bad for the people that that do have loved ones that died quicker than they would have otherwise. I do emphasize empathize and children are dying, kid like we're not us younger people aren't immune. We are still being affected. But it is if we're healthier we can withstand it a little bit more. It affects us differently. But we have to take care of our older generations of our unhealth as unhealthy community when I deliver food to elderly old ladies in their cars. It gives me a sense of reason why I'm doing the work I'm doing and them telling me thank you for serving them is a big deal. Them telling me thank you for wearing gloves and masks is a big deal because it's me knowing that I am there's a possibility that we all have it and that we're carriers and, and not be sick and not be affected, but we can still give it to other people. And me wearing the mask and gloves just says that without saying that to them that says, yeah, I am aware of what's happening and I am doing my part. Um, and I, I love serving them. I love being on the front line as as I think of it. I mean, the nurses, the doctors, those are the really people that are on the front line of the actual sickness. But I'm like on the front line of just people without the virus and how it's affecting others. And I'm also doing side jobs to make money to help people put up things. I just helped someone put up a, uh, a speed bag, like a punching bag, um, something that he says he's been putting off for months and he finally has time and he tried to do it himself, but he couldn't and he wanted a professional to do it. And not that I'm a professional, but there's some things that people are better at than others. And I'm, for instance, not good at organization or stay on topic, which this is an instance of that. And I am good at putting things up, fixing problems, like finding problems, finding the gaps, and making things work. And I think being able to help him do that was great. Felt really good about helping, like knowing that he's going to be able to be doing something he loves, boxing, and... Like, I wish if I had needed a gym and had the capabilities of building a home gym and need help, I know I would want the same for someone to help me. So, uh, well, I have to go to work. I gotta be there at 8, and it's gonna take about 12 minutes to get there, and gotta get ready. But I'm glad I can talk. I'm glad that we're able to be alive right now. I'm glad everyone is staying healthy and
Hope you guys all the best. Social distance, stay home, but also stay healthy mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Find creative ways to stay healthy and not spread the virus, not spread emotions, spread negativity. Just spread positivity, love, kindness, and be well. All right.